There we go. Ah, well, good morning, everybody. It's Andrew Jenkins, and uh, welcome to Leaders Live. This is a short countdown timer to help the various feeds catch up, and uh, we're still waiting for the LinkedIn feed to catch up with us, actually. Uh, that still hasn't caught up with us. I'm just checking now to see whether we're on still. And uh, yeah, so welcome to Leaders Live this morning. We can't wait for today's groovy show. We'll be hanging out with the ever so highly knowledgeable and articulate and recovering perfectionist Alec Johnson this morning. Love that phrase. And our theme this morning is sales funnel truths. Debunk the myths and max your ROI, folks. So yeah, we can't wait for that. And I think it looks like we've got the... Uh, our, we're coming on live. There we go. Yep, we're on. And people are joining, which is brilliant. Phew. So give us a wave. Hi, Alec. Give us a wave. A quick hello. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Brilliant. <laughs> Fantastic. And Mrs. Moderator herself, Sarah Jenkins, FD of PDX Consulting. How are you doing? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And guess what? The feed's working. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> we love it when the feed works. It's brilliant. So, uh, yeah. So we're still waiting for um, people to join up. So brilliant so we have a tilly uh tilly's gang for marketing cx in the background in case the comments don't come through and uh here comes our sponsorship video Brilliant. I love that little little intro. So, oi oi people and hi gang, it's Leaders Live time today, showtime folks, and it's just after 8.45 a.m. here in the UK, and we are live, live, live with Leaders Live, spreading the love, folks, spreading the love, yabba dabba do. And I hope you enjoyed that groovy opener as well, gang, and uh, we're delighted that we're being powered by our sponsors, brand and design agency Ghost this morning, yay! And uh, please f let me know if our audio is coming through okay as well, folks. And uh, yeah, so there we are. And if you're new to Leaders Live, a warm welcome to you. And Leaders Live is a dynamic talk show that generates business through networking community and extraordinary conversations that inspire peeps. And uh, as I mentioned in the countdown, I'm Andrew Jenkins, and I host this interactive weekly Leaders Live show that's built an awesome community of like-minded leaders, just like you guys joining in. So uh, fantastic. So please don't be shy. We'd love, love, love you to introduce yourselves this morning and join in, interact with the comments and chat and ask questions too as we go along. We've got three simple rules, dead easy. Um, it's a safe community, mutual respect, and please no selling in the room. So that's that. And our motto here is I to the power of we. And uh, yeah, um, if you, um, oh, there's the sub screen coming up and a really easy way that you can show us support for this free show that we put on for you guys every week uh, is you can buy me a coffee, um, which is the buymeacoffee.com backslash leaders live um, app. It's beautiful, actually. And you can buy, me, if you buy me five, you get a half hour free coaching session, folks. And uh, it looks a bit like this if I can get it to test. Let's just see if I can get this to work. Uh, it looks a bit like this. There it is. Hey! <laughs> that wasn't working yesterday for some reason, so it's working today. So smash those likes too and those thumbs up. Uh, we really appreciate that. That keeps us motivated as we're going along. So, uh, And uh, look, this talk show enables you to listen to great content, but there's so much more value when you subscribe to our email list as well because you get great leadership skills and teaching and value to equip you and to lead well. You get freebies and updates as well. What's not to like? And we can be talking about that today with Sales Funnels. And uh, to make that really simple, we now have this single uh, link tree URL that is going to be popped in the feed very shortly. And uh, yeah, um, so you can get to all of our links with one single link. Brilliant. And that'll be popped in the feed in a moment. So phew, put it all together. What do you got? Yep, you've got it. Bibbidi, bibbidi, bobbidi, boo. Love that. You'll be singing that song all day. So let's bring in our guest for today. Have I? Oh, where is it? That's not the scene I want. That's the scene I wanted. So, yeah. Morning, Alec Johnson. How are you doing? Um, very well, thank you, Andrew. It's a pleasure to be here. Once Brilliant. Again. Yeah, Thanks a pleasure. Yeah, second, second time round. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great to have you in the room. And our theme today, folks, is um, sales funnels, truths, and debunk the myths and max your ROI, your return on investment. So, you know, kick us off um, a little bit here. Give us some direction of travel. You know, what what are you going to inspire us with today, Alec? 
Well, we were chatting about um, email marketing and we got onto yeah. the subject of sales funnels. And I, I mentioned that this is something that I've had some experience with. And mm. I think that there's a, uh, a lot of negative connotations unjustly around sales funnels. Um, and so uh, the idea is to basically just sort of lay out what they are, how they work and uh, how they can help uh, business owners to generate leads in their business and sort of automate a lot of the process of onboarding clients, basically, and taking people from being aware of a business and their products through to being advocates of your uh, your products and services. Brilliant. Yeah. So they do get a bit of a, a bit of a rap, don't they? But let's hope that we can debunk those myths today, Alec. And um, you've got an audience question for us today as well, haven't you? So what's your question for us for today? Yeah. So it's, uh, has anybody had any specifically or particularly memorable experiences with sales funnels, uh, either good or bad? Uh, and what was it that sort of stood out about them? Uh, so it'd be great to get that that, that feedback. Okay, brilliant. Oh, interesting question. There we go. And Sarah's just popped that in the feed. So um, we'll come to Sarah in a minute. But it looks like Sarah's feed's working as well, which is all great. So there we go. And uh, so, yeah, you start replying to um, the question that we've just popped in the feed. There's a bit of a delay in the feed, so I'll come back to you in just a tick as well, Alec. And uh, join the countdown, I briefly uh, introduced Mrs. Moderator, our Sarah Jenkins. So let's uh, bring Sarah in. How are you doing, Sarah? Good morning. Yeah, doing really well, thank you. Um, looking forward to today. I think it's it's something that I don't know a lot about. So yeah, brilliant. Good. There we go. Yep. Nice. Nice. Thank you, Sarah. And uh, let's just bring Alec back in again. So where are we? So here we go. And just before you begin, Alec. So we're going to start to ask you some questions at the moment while we're waiting for the feed to come. Let's just give you a quick round of applause. Oh, great. <laughs> Hope you love the groovy build up, Alec. And. Uh, yeah, and uh, feel the love, Alec. <laughs> so uh, let's just bring back our... Um, so just to kick us off, um, you know, can you describe broadly, Alec, his first question for you? You know, what is a sales funnel and what purpose do they serve while we're just waiting for the feed to catch up? Yeah, so I kind of alluded to it um, a moment ago, but it's, mm. it's this thing of taking um, people from where they are aware of your your brand, your, um, your product, whatever it is you're offering, um, and then the reason for them being called a funnel is it's something that sort of guides people on a specific path. And the path that we're guiding them on is the, the customer journey. Um, and so uh, I could show you a quick example of this in terms of how Ooh, this would yeah. fit into um, like the, the sales cycle, because we're essentially using it to guide people through um, on that, uh, that cycle. So if I just bring this up for a second, I can show you. Um, so if you think of a typical sales cycle, and we've got yeah. a sort of funnel shape. <laughs> and the reason, by the way, why it's a funnel is because you'll typically have more people at the top than make it all the way through to the bottom as you find that your ideal customers rather than the people who just become broadly aware of you. Um, but the different phases of the customer journey and the sales cycle, uh, first of all, is that awareness phase where they're going to be aware of you, your product, your service, whatever it is you have to offer. Um, then the next stage is where they're kind of interested. So you've piqued their interest and in their uh, thinking whether it might be right for them. And so then they go through an evaluation process where they're you know, figuring out whether, whether your product is the one for them. Um, then there is the stage where they have this intent of, uh, okay, they're going to make the purchase. And then there is the actual purchase stage. And actually, there's often a disconnect there between the intent and purchase. Sometimes people intend to purchase, um, but actually don't go on to for one of uh, many reasons. And this, again, is where the, the sales funnel is intended to make this a really smooth transition through all of these different steps um, and then on to advocacy. And wow. in terms of where the actual sales uh, funnel fits into this. Um, it's about automating as much of this as possible. And so the awareness is going to be through either digital ads or organic traffic. So uh, outbound or inbound uh, marketing. Um, and then it's all of those following steps that we're trying to really automate uh, through having well-structured landing pages, website funnels, email funnels, and so on. So you're actually guiding the uh, potential clients through that process of their interest in your product, helping them uh, realistically evaluate whether the, the the product or service is right for them uh, and then onto the intent and then onto that purchase stage and really sort of smoothing that flow at every step of the way and then obviously the the advocacy comes from providing great service um, and then maybe having some sort of affiliate scheme and the affiliate scheme is then feeding back into the top of the uh, the funnel again and it's to just really sort of simplify this this whole process and just sort of comparing this to a um, a typical uh, website that people may have, uh, you're going to have something that maybe looks more like uh, more like this. Uh, so I'll just flick over to here. Wow. And on the face of it, your website may look really clean and simple. You may think I've got a really efficient, clean looking modern style yeah. website. 
But actually, when you drill down into what you've actually got on there, you may have like an About Us page, uh, a page about your products, some sort of gallery, maybe a blog, contact, uh, terms and conditions, things yeah, like that. And within all, all of those, those yeah. submenus, there's actually quite a lot there. And it, what it ends up being is overwhelming and confusing potentially uh, um, the person that's visiting your website might not actually have a very clear path to follow um so they might land on your page and then get sort of lost in this tree they might not actually see the critical information that they need to help them evaluate uh, the product or they may miss some key information um, and so sales funnels are really about simplifying uh, this process so rather than sending people to a, a web page you're going to send them to something that looks more like this where basically wow. at every step they've only got one option to take you know are you interested in this do you want to move forward or not that kind of that kind of thing uh, so in terms of a, a website uh, it might look something like this you know a video explaining the product getting their interest if they're you know interested in it then they'll move forward maybe getting their name and email address going on to uh, an offer where you're talking more about the product, maybe with testimonials, helping them make that evaluation process, uh, and then taking them through to, you know, a, a buying process. So in a very simple way, that would be a, you know, a very simple sales funnel. Uh, and as you can see, that is a lot simpler than the, uh, you know, sending them to your main website. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to replace your website and not have a traditional website as well. Um, but a website funnel is one of many that you may have you may have one of these for like every every product that you've got or every okay. uh i mean we'll talk about lead magnets a bit later as well but there's mm. there's other ways that you're going to get people into into your overall uh, funnel and it's as i say it's simplifying that um, that customer journey through the uh, through all of those different steps essentially love the way you've structured that and that's the difference between a website and a landing page then a landing page is much more focused i guess is that right yes okay yep. And you can end up having, while you have one website, you can have many, many landing pages. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And, and, you know, where do you, you know, how do you make a landing page? You know, is there sort of software that you need to buy for that? Or can it go on the back end of your website? What do you do to... Yeah, it can be on uh, on your just your regular website. Um, mm. Most, uh, if you're using a uh, obviously if you're using a web developer, then they can make yeah. all of these for uh, you. Um, okay. But more and more now, all of the website platforms. So whether it's so whether you're using WordPress, personally, I use Kajabi for my uh, main current website um, mm. because I do a lot of courses as well. So Kajabi's built on that. But then uh, there is ClickFunnels, which is a, a a service that's specifically designed for making funnels. Um, and I've used that one extensively as well in the past. Um, but um, yeah, there's there's lots of different platforms that you can you can look at to to make these these things with things like Aweber and things like that. Aweber, um, yes, yeah, that's yeah. another one. Yeah, okay, yeah. and there's mm -hmm. another one, and probably the one that people know a lot is is that Mailchimp. Will that do the same thing? Um, so Mailchimp is more about the structuring the actual email side of the oh, okay. um, the campaigns. Well, so yeah. um, what I'm looking at here is, you know, the, uh, the the example was for the website. So Mailchimp's mm. more kind of the email integration that you might have for the email component of this uh, of this this funnel. Um, I'm with you. So uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, great. Thank you. So that's um, that's that. So thank you. So let's give you a quick break for a moment and come back to Sarah. What's going on in the feed, Sarah? Um, people are just starting to to pick it up. Um, mm. Good morning to Stuart Prestigid. Um, his answer to the question that we asked was um, his experience is positive. Okay. Um, I'm just starting to try YouTube video ad sales funnel plus the landing page, the webinar and the sales calls. I mm. um, feel this is the first time it's been possible to measure the results, um, obviously supplemented them, yeah. with LinkedIn posts, etc. But obviously measurability is key really to see whether it's whether it's working or not. Whether it's working or not. What say you, Alec? Yeah, totally. Uh, it's the the ability to do the analysis and refinement is um, is is massive. We've got all of these tools for every single aspect of um, your sales funnels. I mean, the, just the example that I gave just then with a, a web page, you mm. can split test landing pages. So so okay. testing those kind of things, find out which video maybe is getting the best result, the best click through rate, and and so on. Um, and yeah, certainly with all the ad platforms, that is a, a key part of it. Yeah. So thank you, Stuart. And yeah, and with all the web platforms, that's a key part of it. So you can integrate all of these things together. I really like that. And uh, yeah, good morning to Maria and Tilly. And um, uh, I don't know how to, how would you pronounce that, Sarah? Uh, now I looked at Ketke? that. I was, uh, mm. uh, Ketke. 
Kate Keith, look, good morning, Kate, Kate Keith, lovely, and Jack Ryan. I'm, I'm only going as far as the first name. I'm not even going to try and pronounce, I'm not embarrassing <laughs> myself trying to um, pronounce the second name. But it's lovely. There's a few names here that I've not seen before, yeah, so Jonathan. it's really nice Hello, to have Jonathan. new people interacting yeah, with us. Lovely. Um, they're all very welcome, and keep the comments coming. Yeah. Um, Maria Jeffers says, um, all the companies she's worked for had a sales funnel process where we were selling psychometrics to organisations. Um, a good way of finding out if interest is backed up by intent to purchase. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, as you said with your sales funnel, the intent to purchase comes further down yes. the funnel, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Kieran says having a funnel has really enhanced how he evaluates prospects um, and also see if they're, you're a good fit with each other. Uh, really mm -hmm. important to keep it simple. He loves your graphics, Alex. There you go. Yeah. Oh, so, thank you. <laughs> lots of love in the room for your graphic, I think. Absolutely. So, yeah, keep the comments yeah. coming. Do do chat to us because it helps keep the conversation going. Yes, brilliant. Okay, super. So that was the answer to the audience question as well, wasn't it? So, uh, yeah, brilliant. Now, what are some of the common misconceptions about sales funnels, Alex? You know, what have you encountered? And it'd be interesting to see what the audience have encountered too as we go along. Well, first of all, I'm pleased mm. to see positive responses to yep. the, uh, the question uh, well, because course. we're perhaps in the circles of people who have you know, had the experience of using them. But I know from mm. a, a sort of consumer's point of view, sometimes people will use an expression like, oh, I was caught in a funnel, almost as if they've uh. been trapped or something. Um, <laughs> and I think that um, it's, there is a lot of people who are um, using sales funnels in a, um, I won't say inappropriate way, but they're trying to, they're trying to maximize the, you know, get every last dollar out of their their ad spend that got the people into the funnel. And so there is a way that you can get the absolute maximum return on your investment of, you know, the, bringing people in at the top. Um, but often people are forgetting the, the humans that are on the other side of it that you actually, you know, want to be happy customers. And if you're starting off by annoying them from the outset, then uh, then that's <laughs> that's not great. And so I think that although there are misconceptions about sales funnels in terms of them all being tarred with the same brush. It doesn't come from nowhere. It comes from people of having had uh, bad experiences from, you know, <laughs> bad actors, for want of a better word, um, that are, you know, really, really um, using them in an inappropriate way. Yeah. And so people find them, can be find them a bit sneaky as well. I think was the word that you used in the teaser yes, as yeah. well when we built. And I'll, I'll give you an example of that. Mm. So like, let's say, for example, that you've got a, or somebody has got a, a free download or a, maybe a paid ebook or something like that that they're going to use as a as a lead magnet to get people into their email funnel or into their 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 process. Um, so then they offer them this thing and they they prom make promises on basically this is everything you need. But yeah. then you come into that and before you even get it, you're then taken to another step where they're suddenly saying, "All right, well before you do that, um, we've got this other thing that actually you really need this one." And this is a paid product. And so then you do that and then you're upsold to another. And if you go through a chain of basically upsells, um, you kind of left feeling that, that, well, maybe the first thing that you promised me this was everything I needed isn't actually everything I need because now you're trying to sell me this other Tell thing me. that's more expensive. And, and, it, and it can really leave a bad sort of taste in the mouth when, when it is really aggressively done. The other one would be um, abuse of people's emails when you have given something of value uh, to them and they've, you know, in exchange for an email. Um, then you're, you know, people are getting hammered on the, the email or it's the launch of their new product. So suddenly you're getting five emails a day saying, you know, time's running out, TikTok, TikTok, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Oh, yes. And you end up like, we're, again, with this, this feeling of this is just too aggressive and uh, uh, I don't think I want to work with you <laughs> if you're going to be like this sort of thing. I like that. And it'd be interesting to pick up the comments on that. And for you guys listening to this, you know, what are your thoughts about you know, being aggressively sold to? And have you had experiences mm. of that? And uh, how do you then add value to your subscribers? And what, what's the sort of secret source here, Alec, to kind of, you know, keep your subscribers, people that, that join up on your email list, joined up? Well, it, it is that thing of making sure mm. that you are giving value. And, yeah. um, you know, it's fine to put out posts about uh, or, you know, emails out about, you know, upcoming launches or offers and things like that. But it has to be balanced with, well, first of all, not being so often, not like every week is three emails about come and buy my stuff, come and buy my stuff, that kind of thing. But stuff. making sure you are giving value to, to people as well so that mm. it's actually encouraging people to open your emails because they're expecting to see something of value in there. Indeed. And then when you when you actually send one saying, hey, you might also be interested in this paid product, people are, you know, they're either maybe maybe not interested in it, but they're not going to take offense at it because they know that generally you're, you know, giving and, and giving value and, and 
you know, wanting to wanting to help people. So uh, it comes back to that, you know, the give first economy, the great book first. by Kirby Hassman. And yeah, yeah. Give first, making yeah, sure that, you are adding value at every step. Give first economy. And who was that by again? Sorry. Kirby Hasselman. Because I've read that book and it's a brilliant book and it's well worthwhile yeah. a read. And if someone can search the link and pop it in the feed, that would be fantastic. Let's give you a quick break for a minute. Let's just pop back to um, the moderator. What's going on, Sarah, Mrs. Moderator? Um, yeah, Maria um, was saying she's been caught in a few sales funnels, people selling in LinkedIn. Um, the five day free oh, challenges, sorry. then it turns into an upgrade for $35 and an upgrade for a course for a hundred dollars and so on and so forth. Uh, and yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, um, I think I was looking at something on Facebook and it, it caught my interest. So I started to read about it and, you know, you start watching a video and what you expect to be like a couple of minutes long turns out to be a 10 minute video and they still don't tell you what you wanted to know in the first place. And then it's <laughs> mm -hmm. like, well, actually, if you really want to know, you'll have to do this, that and the other. I'm like, no, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed. So they're leading you down a garden path and it goes on forever. Totally. Would totally. that be... I mean, would, sorry, go on, Sarah. I would say Kieran says his LinkedIn box is full of awful, cold, out-of-date sales approaches that could certainly consider um, a sales funnel approach. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder what um is that Kieran there having a funnel? Yeah. Is that the one? No, that's a different one. Oh sorry, um, here we go. That one there. There it is. There you go. Keep up. <laughs> <laughs> keep up, Andrew. Keep up. Yeah, stop trying to do my job and then... <laughs> I got the wrong post, that's all. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'll have been told off by the moderator. That's just brilliant. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on that, Alec? That that last comment? Yeah, I mean that's I get those those automated LinkedIn messages and, uh, mm. the, you know, you can set up a, a, a chain of messages. And so, you know, it's just basically going out to <laughs> thousands of people and, and then they're looking for that response and then you'll get an automated response back and, mm. and that kind of thing. I mean, the, the idea of sending somebody through to a, um, a landing page with a video on it and then if you want to learn more, taking them through to another one, um, that actually I still think is a fine model. Um, it's just a case of making sure that it's setting expectations that people aren't coming in thinking they're getting one thing and then you're suddenly you know going through as you you mentioned Sarah about oh well now I've got to go and watch this other thing and I wasn't expecting to do that or you know don't want to do that right now or anything and as long as you explain what they're going to be getting from the outset and understanding the process and you know maybe giving them the option that well you've still got whatever you came for but if you want to come back and watch this other thing at a later date then you can you know we'll, we'll remind you about that as well so it's just about setting expectations i think and yeah, yeah that's where you get it leaves a bad taste in the mouth if if you're not getting what you're expecting at any stage in the process so no sneaky and set expectations properly yeah yes yeah and is there a kind of you know we'll, we'll come back to comments in a minute um and keep the comments flowing folks listening um be really interesting to hear your views here and uh, yeah i can see a few more popping we'll come back to those in a second just just a thought though back on sort of you know the sneakiness or just over aggressive posting yes you know what is an ideal sort of post rate for people designing funnels we'll come on to design later but you know what what kind of you know what kind of volume are you thinking about here alec um if if when it comes to email mm. it's it's a tricky one really because again yeah. it comes down to how much value you're getting i mean i'm a member of some newsletters that send out a daily newsletter and i know yeah. that i'm getting a you know information every day as opposed to um, you know, it's not it's not upselling me. But then I also get some things where, you know, I quickly unsubscribe when they're sending out three times a week or three even times. weekly. But all it is is always just, you know, buy this, buy, buy this, stuff. buy this. And they're not really giving any value. Any so value you want to keep a, 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 an email list um, warm, as it were, by um, by continually giving value to them um, so that when you are, you know, putting something out to, to uh, to ask for something or to ask them to go and check out a product that then they're more inclined to do it because they know that you know what you've given is of value and the other the other side to that as well is of course the point point here is to actually demonstrate the value that you have got to give as well so if um they just get one sort of free free download or something but then they never get anything else of value from you um, and then you're still trying to sell some you know high-end course or high-end product or something like that you still haven't really done a great job of of demonstrating what you have got to give so everything that you can give is just adding more and more credibility to um the paid product or service that you may well have to offer you know down the line so um it's a it's a yeah. tough one to gauge really in terms yeah. of prescribing a, a set schedule so it's about being genuine is what i'm picking up alec and yes yeah. um you know that whole thing about credibility is really powerful, but also mm -hmm. people need to be convinced as well. And that takes time to convince people to, you know, to, yep. to 
that whole trust relationship, nurturing a relationship is, is a powerful thing here, Alec. Yes, definitely. Mm. Yeah. And, and and I mean, it, it might be that they're, they're not ready to buy because they're not at that particular point in, you know, yeah. where, wherever they are. Um, but you've still sort of nurtured them along the process. And when they are ready to, uh, you know, when they do need your services or your product, um, then Don't you're just kind of still top of mind as well, because you've been keeping yeah. in touch. Um, but, um, but yeah, you crucially haven't annoyed them along the way <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that moving parade you're just having those those light touch points that give value that remind yeah. people that you're there and that you're producing some really high quality stuff they enjoy reading your your stuff and when the time is right that they will in that person will come to you because yep. you're top of mind is that is that where you're coming that's from? it exactly gotcha. right yeah yep. gotcha right let's go back to the moderators a few things coming on in the chat so let's pick those up Mrs. Moderator. Okay, lovely. Um, yeah, Rebecca Jenkins talking Morning, about Rebecca. keeping it easy and quick because she was in a funnel to get a report, uh, which she abandoned in the end because they just wanted so much information. She was just like, nah, not mm -hmm. doing that. Uh, yeah, um, that, that's a really good point, actually, Sarah, just before you go on. Yeah, you know, don't ask for too much information, right? You know, one of the, the yep. you know, oh, I want their first name, I want their second name, I'd like to have a phone number. And it all just gets a lot of friction for the person signing up, Alec. It does, think? and also specifically mm. the phone number. So I was working yeah. with somebody who, as one of the sales funnels that we were designing for him, he said, like, I really want to capture the, the phone number on the first yeah. page. And I said, that is a you're going to be cutting out 90% of the people because first of all, people haven't gone through any of the evaluation process. So, I mean, I don't even give my phone number out to some, some you know, close friends, you know, never mind, yeah. uh, <laughs> never mind a totally random website. It's, it's a very, very personal piece of information that is. Um, okay. And so, yeah, I, that would, for me, sort of almost come after a, a sale. Do you know what I mean? It's, uh, mm. it's really, really, really personal. So that, yeah, email I, like yeah. at a minimum, potentially a name field but leave it just you know they can type in their full yeah. name or whatever or just they their want, first but... name if they want to yeah yeah, yeah. make mm. it really easy and don't ask yeah. for too much information um and remember that people's data is personal and a lot of people are using emails that are kind of like just a private email for subscribing stuff right yes yeah yeah uh -huh. okay there's a great that... little tip actually if you mm. use um if you use gmail uh, yeah. Whatever your email address is, uh, let's I'll say alec at gmail.com. Um, if you um, put a little plus after the, the bit before the at sign um, and then type anything else, it will still come to you. So I could, let's say I was on Leaders Live and I was going to subscribe to your email list. I could put mm -hmm. alec plus leaderslive at gmail.com and it would still come through to me. Um, but I would always be able to track um, any emails that I'd got from you know you know where they'd come from so if i suddenly start getting spam you know further on down the line and i see that it's coming from the you know plus leaders live for example i would know who had instigated the, that thing so it's a really great way if you're on gmail of of actually personalizing each individual email address without having loads of email addresses but then you can also just block that little sub extension and you don't have to do any setup for it you just literally write the plus sign and then any other text afterwards and it will uh, it will do all the magic. <laughs> is that in the subject line or anywhere in the email? I'm just trying. No, to... in your in your email address. So if you're ah. going to a landing page, um, mm. then where it says put in your email address, you would just type your your gotcha. regular first part, but yeah. then the bit before the at sign, just add in plus whatever it is, whatever you want to, whatever you're going to remember the the service for, um, and then you'll always know like who's who's sold your information. <laughs> That's really interesting that. Yeah, it'd be nice yeah. to, to know a little bit more about that. And perhaps afterwards, Alec, you could pop that in the feed so people can just yeah. um, follow that. And um, That's really interesting. Thank you for that. Fascinating. So put plus in the sign-up uh, boxes, um, folks on the email address and where it's come from, and that gives you some traceability. I want to come um, back to... have got Gmail, is that right, Alec? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a Gmail function, oh, so yeah, Gmail. with, with right. Gmail specifically. Okay, so, right, super. Right, Sarah, anything else? Yeah, I'm, ve I'm very impressed by that. that that's yeah. got my mind. <laughs> <That's> my <laughs> top, top tip of the day, tick. Top tip. There you go, click that. Oh, Sarah, you've gone, you've muted yourself by accident. Oh, there we go. There you go, yep. Yeah, you're on mute. There's the famous phrase, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, Laurie Hales, um, talking about issues on LinkedIn, um, she had a vendor reach out um, to maximize her Instagram and Twitter. Oh, um, yeah. Get examples of those. what was wrong on the company's Instagram and Twitter pages, but the company mm. doesn't actually have either. So they're mm -hmm. not making themselves look very credible, are they? Yeah. Um, 
Good question from George Anderson. What are the key differences with funnels selling B2C compared B2B? Oh. recommend still trying to automate the same amount? Good question. Uh, yeah, and, and, and actually the, um, the automation, I mean, it can be just a case of, okay, you're going to get an email address uh, to, you know, for a lead magnet or something like that potentially um, but you could also do it for your landing page for your services so if you're doing consultations for example there might be a case when you have you know multiple questions on there because you're trying to basically evaluate um, you know where to where to route them in terms of you know what's going to be the best option for them so you could ask them you know if 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 it's a, I don't know, just hypothetically, you're doing, you know, some sort of uh, consultancy work where you work with companies, you might ask them, you know, what's the company size, um, you know, what's the, I don't know, turnover or whatever it happens to be, whatever, whatever is relevant. I mean, that's probably a bit personal, but yeah. you know, getting some gauge of, of, and it, and it's this thing of not only making sure that um, uh, they're right for you, but that you're right for them as well, because it could be that you say, well, it's going to waste your time. We don't actually work with, uh, you know. Uh, one-man bands potentially uh, that are you know of this size or this location or it may be the opposite way where it seems like you're too big you know so you can actually do a lot of filtering out because of that and it's and it's it is automating the process of nurturing somebody from being aware of you to understanding and evaluating if you're right for them and then taking them onto that process of uh, you know making the sale but it's not about taking everyone from the top and selling to all of them it's only making sure that you've got the right people in there and that you can you can really serve them to the best of uh, you know your ability so uh it's slightly different structure uh but it can certainly be a you know very powerful tool gotcha got you okay so i hope that answers your question george and nice to see you as well thanks for dialing in um anything else sarah um yeah just um quick tip from stuart prestige oh, yeah, um to say that the, the plus qualifier at domain.com works on most domains not just gmail so that's, oh, that's really good to know, to know. Great. yeah really really useful so like that and um, thanks Stuart, uh, for that I think from my just listening, I, I, I just keep coming back to the thought that if you can put yourself into the person who's going to receive this, if you can put yourself into their shoes and go, how would I feel about receiving this? Yeah. Would it bother mm -hmm. me? Would I be interested? Yeah. And I think that just can then, if you humanize it, can stop it getting a bit too aggressive, maybe. Uh, yes. Yeah, just remember the humanized side. And next week we're talking about humanizing business. So that, that links in very well to next week as well. But yeah, I like that, Sarah. Well, well said. And we did this quick poll, Alec, um, the other day. In fact, we did two polls for you um, this week. And, uh, yeah, wow. wow. <laughs> two polls, gosh. <laughs> we did, uh, we thought, Sarah and I, when we were chatting this through and working out what will the poll look like here, and um, mm -hmm. we thought, well, we probably need two perspectives, really. One from the perspective of the person designing the funnel and sending it out. And uh, that's the first one, the left-hand one. What is your opinion of using sales funnels for your business lead generation? Mm -hmm. And then we did another poll with the right-hand poll here. What's your opinion of subscribing to email lists? And it was really interesting, the data here we collected. We have some really good responses from this. So mm -hmm. what say you, Alec, on this? Let's look at the first one, the left-hand one first. It's, well, it's it's interesting that fifty percent mm. said it's a great business tool. So yeah. that's, uh, that's the people generally the people who have tried them and and you know implementing them they'll generally be surprised by how, you know, the, the results that they can get. Um, mm -hmm. There's obviously that 70, 40% um, that said they tried them and it's varied results. So again, it can be, and it depends on how you're actually getting people into the top of the, the funnel. So whether, you know, whether you're doing that through paid ads um, or maybe organic traffic, uh, you know, how you're actually getting people into those, those things um, that can have a, a dramatic impact on, you know, conversion rates. So if you're advertising, um, but your messaging isn't quite right. Um, so you're getting people that are coming into the funnel expecting one thing, but then um, they, their expectations haven't been managed, then that can be a, an issue there. Um, platform of choice, depending on where you're actually promoting your thing, that can play a big part as well. Um, so they can be they can be hit and miss if if some of the parameters aren't set up right with them. Um, but it was just, it's nice to see that, uh, yeah, there's a very low percentage of people said, um, yeah, they, 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 ha well, I suppose it's either haven't used them or they hate them. So yeah. Yeah, people who have tried them, I think, see the value in them on the whole and, uh, and they, they tend to tend to perform well. <laughs> and that, that's really interesting. Uh, thank you for that. And, 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 you know, also this varied results thing. Well, yeah. And, and there's quite an art form just getting people into a subscription mm -hmm. list. I mean, how, yep. what tips have you got to help? people feel comfortable to sign up and, and then you know will sign up that top of the funnel piece as you said the tofo bit top of funnel 
Yeah, it 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 mm -hmm. does come back to this thing of setting expectations, making sure that the you know what you've got is something that is of value and useful, and um, really does you know, over deliver on the expectations of what someone's going to get out of it. Um, so there's a lot of, I mean, we could talk about like lead magnets and the things yeah. that you use to get people into the, the funnel to begin with. Um, but if you sort of promise something and then it's just a, you know, a one page <laughs> PDF or something with some, uh, you know, generic information on it and it, you, people feel like, oh, well, all you were doing there was just trying to, you know, trying do to your best to, your list. To, to get my email address. And I don't feel yeah. that that was worth the exchange for what I've got from it. So, um, uh. Probably as long as you give value and at yeah. every stage you're very clear on what the next option they've got and they're given the choice do you want to proceed or not um then it, it's up to them as to whether they want to rather than f doing anything where they feel like they're forced or or somebody comes onto a page and you say i've got this thing for you uh, click here but before i give you that um i want to tell you about this and okay it's nearly here but before i give you that <laughs> let me tell you about something else oh. and people feel like oh, hang on a minute when, when am i going to get the thing that when I am i going to get the thing and, yeah yeah, interesting. Yeah. So, <laughs> what, what you talked earlier, Alec, about a lead magnet. What what is a lead magnet then? What what is that? Can, what we're talking about now? I can show now? you another little yeah, uh, demonstration of how that would, would sort of look actually with a uh, with a little a little diagram. <laughs> Here we go. Let's try on this um, one. Right. So the the other thing that's a bit annoying about these is they've got some common names for these types of sales funnel. Um, and <laughs> it's almost like the name sounds sneaky. <laughs> so Squeeze page. Um, yeah, it does, doesn't it? This is yeah. called a squeeze page. And this yeah. is typically where you've got some sort of lead magnet. And that might be a book where they're going to give you the name and email or whatever. Um, okay. And then for the, uh, the download. Um, now, if you're sending people through to this from Facebook advertising or LinkedIn advertising or Google ads or whatever, um, you can actually do retargeting of ads. So if you see people have come to the page, but they haven't um, downloaded it, um, then you can send them different ads that are based on the fact that you know they've been interested and had a look, but they haven't actually take action to to go through and, and, and do it. And there's lots of reasons why people might do that. You know, they might have seen the ad on a mobile, click through to it, and then you know, for whatever reason, they haven't had time to complete or something like that. So there is a reason to follow up with people. It's not just a case of they've seen it and they're not interested. So it's like you're hassling them. <laughs> you, okay. you, you do sort of do it conscientiously. Conscientiously. Um, so then yeah. one they, once, they've, um, once they've entered their, their details, um, then make sure that it goes straight to a thank you page. They've got the thing and, the, and it's been downloaded. Now, you could still go straight into a video here talking about a product, but the one thing to make sure that you're not doing is making them feel like, well, that thing that you've given me um, is maybe not relevant to what you're now talking about, or maybe it devalues the product because now you're telling them that they definitely need something else. Um, but this would be sort of like a typical sort of process. Again, as I say, just making sure that expectations are set. And it's kind of the video is, well, if you've downloaded this, you might be interested in this, this other thing. Um, so this would be a sort of typical flow of it. And again, having this follow-up email. So maybe they didn't have time to watch a video. They were coming for a download. They didn't have time to watch it. And if they didn't watch it, then you could follow up with an email and say, hey, maybe you didn't get a chance to watch the video. Might, you might be interested in uh, you know, taking a look. Obviously, this would go along with your whole email uh, sequence as well that you might have in here as well. Um, and then you know, going through to a, uh, a video. And the videos here, making the video short um, on the, the first thank you page sure. uh, to say, I just want to say thank you for downloading what we you know X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. Um, you may be interested in this other thing. And if you would like to learn more about that, um, then click the, click the more button below, and I'll tell you more about it in another video. And it is making sure that you do prepare them for the fact that have they got time to go through and watch this or not? And if not, then no problem. You can remind them uh, about it later. And then that would go through to you know, a, a core offer. That's actually a very um, short um, uh, thing where you're taking somebody through from a lead magnet. Bear in mind, they haven't even had time to read the lead magnet yet, but you're already offering them some other product that they may or may not be interested in. And so at this stage, you still haven't necessarily delivered on the value of you know what's in the download because they haven't had time to, to to look at it but having that email follow-up so that you you know once they have downloaded it then they can uh, they can go to to buy it maybe there's some logistics if they do purchase um of you know how to how to get whatever it is you're talking about um, and then automated things so let's just say it is about services that you're selling well the automation might be to you know book a call uh, you know an onboarding call or whatever it happens to be um so yeah on doing all of those things um uh through a sales funnel 
is a great way to sort of speed up that sort of flow. I mean, that, there's loads of other different ones that, uh, that I could demonstrate as well, but that's the basic sort of process of, uh, of how they work is just taking people through step by step. And also you're basically giving people the option, yes or no, at every step. You know, they can yeah. always bail out or they can continue. And if you're interested to continue, then click here, that kind of thing. And, wow. and you're taking the decision-making out of their, um, you know, out of their, their, their hands, basically. You're just giving them the option. Do, are you interested in continuing it or, or not? That kind of thing. I love the way you've, you've shown us that flow and that design flow of how that works. And that's going to be really useful and really useful for the replay as well to, to rewatch that. So thank you for that, Ali. I love those, those uh, diagrams as well on the blackboard. They just work <laughs> so well. The graphics are beautiful. So thank you for that. Um, let's bring, give you a quick break. Um, Sarah, what's going on? Um, Kieran asks, Alec, what mm. tips do you have for getting quality at the top of the funnel? Oh. So you're not building a high volume of rubbish quality prospects. <laughs> well said. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, um, there's, that comes down to the, the advertising and the targeting to a certain point. So mm -hmm. if you are doing paid advertising, then um, making sure that you've got a really well-defined um, uh, target audience and that also the message that you're putting out in there in the ad is in total alignment with what you're trying to sell. So some people will use tactics to try and get the most number of people in at the top no because tactics. they're yeah, almost like clickbait for want of a better word. Oh, um, yeah. But then if what they've got to offer isn't in alignment with that, then it's, it's, it's kind of pointless really. Uh, so making sure you've got that in alignment from the outset. Uh, the other great way though, is to be doing more of rather than the, um, the outbound uh, marketing where you're advertising on, uh, you know, whatever, online platforms, Google, Facebook, LinkedIn, or wherever, um, or maybe even, you know, uh, on TV and things like that, that's all outbound. The inbound is more where you're generating organic traffic. So through things like blogs, through things like uh, having a YouTube channel, maybe where you talk about your products and services, uh, or through other social media uh, outlets, where people are basically discovering you that way first, and then they're interested to take the action to enter your funnel willingly <laughs> so uh yeah because they've they, you know they've seen the value that you've got to offer that's really interesting so just just i just want to just drill down a little bit on that so inbound and outbound they sound subtly the same but they're different so can you just give us that again alex so we really understand it what's the difference between outbound and inbound then for that is really so it's, fascinating it's yeah, the outbound is like the, your, I guess you would say you're more sort of traditional. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go out. I'm going to be, uh, you know, sell this product, putting myself out there, getting people, uh, you know, putting myself in front of the right people for them to then, um, you know, wanting to sell to them, basically. Okay. Uh, whereas the inbound is more about, you know, having something that you're offering and the then content. people are finding that more organically through, you know, maybe yeah. SEO coming into your your blog, maybe, or maybe if you've got as I say, a YouTube channel, that's, uh, that's one way that I'm currently using mm. uh, to great effect is, you know, providing lots of value free. Um, it gives people the opportunity to get to know me um, before they've even had any uh, direct interaction with me. So then when I've got something to offer them and saying, hey, you know, check out this, uh, this download or whatever it is, then uh, they say, well, the, the content that is being given for free is great. So let me see what this other free download is. And then when I'm offering courses or whatever it happens to be that, uh, yeah, there's, there's already you're already building that sort of rapport with them over that that process as well yeah building that rapport with them over that process and if they don't like it they can always unsubscribe which is back to those um the, yeah, the, yeah. the poll that we had just an interesting question for you here in terms of opt-in um for um subscribers it, single opt-in double opt-in what's the difference what do you use what's best um so the, yeah there is different laws in, in different places but uh, mm -hmm. yeah the the double opt-in basically where somebody's going to give you their address and uh, email address and, and name or whatever and then mm -hmm. as something's sent out to them there'll be a little option there to um to check to say to or to, to click to say i want to confirm my subscription if you go with single opt-in um then uh, there's there's issues with that because you can also get people adding in false email addresses so they haven't been confirmed as well so that yeah. can be an issue from that perspective but yeah. making sure you've got some sort of um uh, like the the capture or recapture, you know, the little thing where when somebody enters the the details and then it checks if they're a robot or not, okay. having something like that implemented if it's only single uh, single opt in. Gotcha. Okay. What what was your preference, Alec? Just out of interest, what have you found? Um, so I use I use the uh, double opt in double and single opt in yeah. depending on which which region it is. Okay. Um, yeah. So in the in the UK, doubles for GDPR is uh, is uh, preferable on the, the way to go there. 
Gotcha. Yeah, that's really useful, actually. So for you guys in the UK, your double opt-in um, is more preferable. Not absolutely, um, uh-huh. it, it's not a legal requirement, is it? Although it is in Europe, no, no. I think. Yeah. Yeah, um, it is in some places. In some places in Europe, it is. But yeah, it's not a, not a legal requirement. But it's just it's kind of like a belt and braces approach, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> to, gotcha. To, to, gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, how do we go about building a sales funnel, then, Alec? It's fine. Just uh, I'm just giving you a warning that we're sort of coming to an end very shortly. But uh, I wanted to really bring this question in about how do you go about building one? You know, what's what are the steps here, Alec? Um, so there's the the overall structure of it mm. and thinking about how um, you know how it is actually going to look. So what's mm. the process you want to take people on? Thinking about how your your you know your products are going to fit into this as well, because ultimately it, you know it, we are giving value. So making sure you think about how you can add value and once you get somebody in your email database, how you can still continue to provide value after that as well. Um, and that takes some thought and planning in terms of, yeah. you know, mapping out what the process is as I mean, the example that I gave earlier was literally, you know, a chain on a single uh, website page where, you know, sorry, a, a flow in a landing page where you're taking someone through from a, a free download and maybe you're routing them back to that with emails, but it was just that one specific funnel. But there is the broader picture of having that nurturing process through through email. So making sure you've got that all plotted out and how, how that might work. Um, but then it is just thinking about how you can do the messaging at each of those points to make sure that, um, and again, Sarah mentioned it, put yourself in the shoes of the, the person on the other end. Would I be happy with this? Would this leave a bad taste in my mouth? Or would I be coming out of the end of it feeling like this is this has been really to. valuable? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's great. And Ali, I don't know whether this is helps, but this was just something that I put together for my own talk about planning and strategy. Mm, great. I, I really felt that, like you've just said there, you know, the look and feel is important. So think about that. Think about how your products fit into this plus, you know, giving value first, not products first. Yes. And, yeah. um, you know, that nurturing process, plotting it out, thinking about your strategy. So this was a strategy that I put together. And I don't know whether it's totally successful or not, but this is the strategy I've been using so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my subscriber base is very early on. So I've only just I'm, I'm still designing some of this. But, yep. you know, yeah, a freebie. I, I offer my book as a freebie, as a PDF, which, you know, I think is a great it's a nice offer. And, um, you know, it, I, I think that hopefully works well and be interesting to see what feedback people give me eventually into a sort of nurture sequence so people can get to know me a little bit, you know, get to know me yeah. better, you know, uh, which I think is important. People need to know who you are and what mm-hmm. you do and what you stand for. And then I've got a, a another another section here of, of sequenced emails that about other people who contribute to Leaders Live and their story of mm-hmm. business to kind of deepen the connection, spread the love a little bit building trust with a wider community of people not just all about me and then um i then sort of think about okay so what about you know leading well um and a masterclass of what hints and tips and value can i give in terms of you know leading well rather than just buy my stuff Mm -hmm. um which then positions my pdx stuff um you know more about well this is what i do for a living but actually still giving value at the same time and and that's what i'm trying to do and then eventually getting to expert offerings where, you know, I can deliver you know, very bite-sized chunks of really interesting mm-hmm. information to help leaders lead well. That's the kind of strategy I'm using. Any thoughts on that, Alec? I mean, that looks like an ideal model, to be to be honest. It's, right. uh, it's great, you know, delivering value at every step of the way. And yeah, um, it's, it's, it's fantastic. And there may well be things that, you know, you, as you go through that you can analyze and, and tweak certain little elements of it. Mm. Um, but as a as a as a as a model that's that's great it's fantastic it, it's a starting point yeah and you're right i do tweak it along the way and you know some, yep. sometimes i don't get the technology right and then you know you 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 one sequence of emails just doesn't deliver for whatever yes, reason yeah, yeah. so it's uh-huh. all the kind of techie end as well that you've got to be careful with so they need a lot of hand holding i find that's what i've discovered you know the technology can work or not work you know yeah yeah so you need a certain amount of acumen i suppose to make these things work properly is that what would you would say alec yeah for sure there's there's mm. uh, there's there is can always be sort of technical glitches with uh, just even the setup of it so that's that's one thing but just circling back to the point that was made at the beginning about the analytics and things like that you know within uh, whatever platform you're using you'll be able to analyze um you know what the response was to specific emails in the sequence and you may find that there's there's one that's getting a really high you know mm. click-through rate 
uh, on you know from from the email or, a, or you know an open rate or whatever. And so you can look and see well what is it in that what that, is it that was so that? great in that email that really caught caught people's Complete attention to make them click. Um, and maybe you know think about delivering more of that type of content. And conversely, obviously. If there's one way you see there's a big unsubscribe number, maybe maybe the messaging in that was not so great. I'm but it's, so it's great. just that that you know ongoing improvement process that uh, that we can do with all the data that we've got. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And um, yeah, David Agnew just says we're working on our sales funnel currently, and the knowledge from Alec is really aligned to our thinking. There you go. Alec, a little oh, bit of great. feedback for you. <laughs> so, and that's Ghost, our sponsors, uh, the CEO of Ghost. We'll come on to in a little while. So, um, just thinking about your call to action, Alec, and the things that you've been doing. Um, let's just come on to some stuff for you, Alec. This is your website here, I think, Alec. Um, to take control That's of your right. tech life. Uh, I love this website here, which you're offering masterclasses in various things. Do you want to take over here, Alec, and just talk through some stuff, or do you want to um, have a, a, a drive at your end? What's best for you? Um, yeah, I can I can say a little bit about it. So what, yeah. what I'm sort of focused on at the moment mm. is, um, so I, historically, <laughs> I've been involved in a uh, social media marketing agency, and this sort of knowledge of funnels comes from there, and I created yeah. an, an entire system around sales funnels called the clear system and uh, the c stands ah. for curating a cohesive cross-platform online presence wow. the l is for lead generation uh, the e is for engagement a is for analysis so analyzing the uh, the results that you're getting and the r is for refinement coming back to that process of, of refinement and so it's all about how to uh, structure sales funnels and uh, advertising campaigns and, and things like that but one thing that I've been focused more on in the past uh, couple of years, specifically since the pandemic, is looking more at the sort of online and the organic side of things. So, uh, and I, I created a, a bit of a test bed to do this, which was my own YouTube channel, uh, talking about the tech that I'm using in my my businesses. And this has kind of grown into its own, like organically grown into its own business, teaching people how I do the things that I do on my YouTube channel, like leveling up the way that you look on uh, Zoom calls and on your videos and things like that. And Brilliant. this could be videos for ads. It could be videos mm. for organic traffic on social media and things like that. And so it's about really helping people uh, level up their online presence. And I've, I've found that actually the the quality of the leads that I've been getting from, from this have been higher than uh, I would typically have got through traditional sort of Facebook advertising and stuff like that. Facebook ads are, are, can be really powerful. Um, but the conversion rates that uh, that I see from uh, my uh, in inbound uh, marketing of my YouTube channel YouTube and channel. that sort of presence, that is just significantly higher because people get to really, uh, really spend time with you <laughs> and, and know you when, uh, you know, I have consultation calls with people about how to to do the sorts of things I do with video and so on. Um, and I'll get on the call with people and, and people feel like they they already do have a, a deep connection with me, even though it's the first time we've we've spoken. Yeah. So you're brilliant um, to that. that like. yeah. uh, it, it's just a, a really powerful thing to add into mm. any business is considering having some sort of online presence on YouTube or on the, the social media platforms where you're you're putting yourself out there and being completely open and honest and transparent, um, and people can get to know the the real you. Um, and that's kind of what I what I focus on uh, with with Take One Tech. So that's uh, TakeOneTech.io. And uh, yeah, I've got the series of courses about that. Uh, I've got more in the pipeline as well uh, that, uh, that, you know, are basically teaching all of the different things required to do this as a, as a having an online video presence, essentially. Yeah, and the um, Alex's YouTube channel, if you want to check it out, Take One Tech, brilliant. Um, I've got to know Alex really well through the Take One Tech uh, YouTube channel. And spot on, I do exactly the same for, for YouTube as well. And uh, it's nice to know that that's inbound, so I'm doing that correctly. That's nice to yes, know. Yeah. And I know people on the call have also got um, um, YouTube channels like Kieran, who's listening as well. So he's got right, his, right. His, his YouTube channel as well. So tell us about your offer here, um, uh, Alec. Yeah, so this, I mean, I mentioned mm. the uh, the clear system, and this this book is essentially the the outline of that blueprint. So it's talking about um, the uh, the C for curating a cohesive cross platform online presence, and that actually applies for um, whether you are doing ads or whether you're you know got some a YouTube channel or something like that. Meaning that people can find you in you know different platforms. And that you've got this sort of consistent brand and look and feel uh, across all of them. So that I mean, often you'll 
maybe come across a company, they've got a website, but you go and look at their Facebook page or their, you know, some other online entity, and there's a bit of a disconnect between them. They're not, they've not got the same messaging on them. So making sure that you don't have to be on all the platforms, but if you are on platforms, there should be a consistency there in terms of, uh, in terms of what you're showing. Mm. That's not to say that you just post the same content everywhere, though. Um, ah, you could well have, right. you know, your business is focused on one thing, but Instagram might be a more sort of casual behind course, the scenes yeah, sort of pictures look. and things like that. Yeah. So sort of tailoring it to the platform a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, but then with the lead generation, um, this is either going to be through the paid ads and, and that kind of thing. And, and actually, this book does focus more on the sort of paid style of advertising. Okay. Um, but it could also equally be through the the organic growth because that's just a case of putting yourself out there and yeah. Um, yeah, getting those those organic leads. So it talks about the different platforms, some sort of top tens for uh, yeah, landing for pages, brilliant. landing pages on Google, yeah. on uh, how to how to organize your Facebook business page on LinkedIn. So just LinkedIn a few tips. There you there. go, folks. Yeah, everyone brilliant. loves the tips. <laughs> yeah, we love it. We um, love tips on this on this program too. Instagram tips, <laughs> yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that uh -huh. looks really valuable. That I've got the download. I can't wait to start to read it, and uh, that's fantastic. And the way you can sign up to that is through um, uh, takeonetech.io backslash clear. Is that correct? That's right. Yep. 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 So there mm -hmm. it is. And there's the um, and to just to sign up for that, and you in exchange you get this wonderful digital marketing blueprint. It certainly looks fantastic. I can't wait to read mine. So thank you, Alec. And wow, what an amazing! I can't believe we just rock and roll straight through all of that. Thanks for enlightening <laughs> us today. All we, all, time always flies with you, Andrew. It's uh, always a pleasure. <laughs> I thank you, and it doesn't half fly, doesn't it? My golly! Um, let's just bring up the um, where are we? Oh, I've lost the scene for a minute. Sorry. Here we go. That's the one I wanted. So thanks again uh, for enlightening us today with extraordinary conversation around sales funnels. We loved having you on the show. And uh, this show will be on podcast too shortly as well, folks. And please remember to subscribe to our Leaders Live email to get uh, into our uh, uh, Lead Well program as well. And lots of benefits and lots of value, as Alec has said earlier. Um, I hope to give lots of value uh, in my in my. Um, uh, sale uh, in my funnel i don't like to call it a sales funnel i don't like that word i need to think of a different know, word it's got a negative connotation hasn't it? but yeah. that's because of like all of these people who have been hijacking it and, <laughs> and, yeah. and giving it a bad name but buy my yeah. stuff yeah indeed yeah, yeah. so uh yeah and please subscribe to, to to my email list it's probably a better word for lots of value and uh quick reminder folks so thanks again alec and um a quick reminder folks that a leader's live is a free show for all leaders directors and managers entrepreneurs who are interested in business growth through entertainment and edutainment and enjoy taking part in these interactive extraordinary conversations which we've had today and we want to make the world, our aim is to make the world better, folks. I love that expression. Make the world better. We want to bring a spirit of freedom, joy, fun, and the feel-good factor to all of our working lives. And uh, a quick a quick shout-out to our sponsors, uh, Ghost. So here's their quick reel now just about Ghost, our sponsors, thanks to them. So I love that little video and uh, that little uh, re reel. Um, I think it's just beautiful. So just the show reel there. Ghost are a brand and design agency with an exceptional team of highly skilled and vibrant people. And uh, I work with them closely as well. And they are a fantastic team that help develop and shape brands to inspire businesses just like yours. And uh, just as we're kind of just coming to an end now, just going to come up to Sarah just to talk a little bit about PDX Consulting just for a moment or two. Over to you for a moment, Mrs. Moderator, Sarah Jenkins. Yeah, um, just before you do, um, mm. just finally in the comments, lots and lots of thanks, Alec, for a really, really clear and beneficial session this morning. I thought it was great, learnt lots. I think the thing that sticks in my mind, apart from the email campaign, um, email is... It's all very well putting stuff in the funnel, but you've got to do your homework and evaluate it. Yeah. Um, you know, lots of things about how do we get people in the funnel, but it seems very much you've got to then analyze what works best, what doesn't. Otherwise, you're just you're doing a lot of hard work without the benefits. 
So yeah, that, actually, that was my that was my takeaway tip for the morning. Brilliant, um, and actually paying off your users as well. Technical turn, so you don't want to do that. So otherwise, no, people sub- don't. subscribe. And, you know, yeah. just just a reminder, people for leaders live. Obviously, if you are subscribed, you're aware of the the, the value that you get from being a subscriber. <laughs> oh, yes. If you haven't yet subscribed, well, you'll never know what you're missing out. On. <laughs> so that's entirely up to you. If you're happy not to know, that's uh, fine. Uh, if beautiful. you'd like to know a bit more, and you won't be bombarded by spam. Um, do subscribe um, and also remind you that in, by being a subscriber to the leaders live you do get to know more about what Andrew does um, with teams with um, change management team issues anything you know and like Alex says if you want to get to know somebody watch their stuff um, watch their there's stuff. huge amounts of content out there that Andrew puts out for free so Inbound, get to apparently. know him and then pick up the phone fantastic brilliant thank you Thank you, Sarah. Lovely. Yeah, pick up the phone. There you go. So, uh, and here's the goose for next week's Leaders Live, folks. So next week, Tuesday, the 28th of March at 8.45 UK time. Follows on nicely from today, actually. We're going to be hanging out with Lawrence Fishman, um, the Morpheus of the accounting world. I love that. That's his LinkedIn profile. Fast growth business rock star and... Um, yeah, and occasionally sells dolphins and sings, but not at the same time, apparently. And uh, Lawrence is an accountant with a difference who definitely broke the mould like Marcus Buckingham, break all the rules and not fitting in with convention. And he's made a thing about that. And we're going to be talking about um, business growth and scale-up by doing it the human way. So that's going to be really fascinating. And uh, and how he qualified um, later in life and you know, through his achievement and ambition, went from zero to hero, became a partner of Nyman Lisbon Paul, which he is now and a partner of um, that chartered accountant's company. And uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about angles on business, going from hustler and how to be how to use more subtle forms of inbound lead generation, which we've been talking about today, and to win smart business based on the human factor, just as Alec has said, be human in your interactions. So uh, thanks for now. And, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, that you just can't wing business today. You've got to be planned. And that Alec was saying exactly the same. And also he talks about building brilliant business cultures. So all that lots to come next week. We think you're going to love it. And we can't wait to so be there, be square. So we're going to finish with our outro now. And a great thanks to Alec again for being with us. Thanks again, Alec. You've been a superstar this morning. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you Absolute pleasure as always. Oh, brilliant. So we're going to rock out to this now. So we're going to say goodbye to you and wave goodbye to you um, with our outro. So thank you very much. Um, Please invite all your friends to Leaders Live too. And the podcast will be out shortly, as I've said. And in the meantime, that's a wrap, 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 folks. So from our Hangout guests, Alec and Sarah, our moderator, and me and our sponsors, Ghost, and Marketing CX are in the background. Um, Thanks very much. And we'll see you again next week. Thank you again. Bye-bye for now.